Routines, my absolute favorite word, but you either love them or you hate them. And either way, I strongly believe that routines can be a springboard for improving your home, yourself, and your life. I'm Ashley Brown, and this is a Routine and Things podcast. In each episode, we'll dive into a specific routine or a point of view that will move you closer to enjoying life more and more each day. Trust me, you're going to want to keep listening because you're well on your way to getting and staying happy. Hey, and welcome back for another episode. This episode is going to be a bit different today because I am playing an encore of one of my previous episodes that I absolutely love. And I think that it is perfect for this time with our children in school, many of us doing virtual learning and us having to work from home, many of us, as well as the election that is tomorrow here in the U.S., And on top of everything else that we have to do in life, right? So I just thought this episode would be perfect. And it is how to decrease the overwhelm. And in this previous episode, I talked a lot about how you can decrease the overwhelm and gave some really good tips about what can help with this. And this was such a great episode. Many, many women and moms who listen to this really, really loved it. And so I'm hoping that you will too. And even if you've listened to this one before, this is always a great episode to listen to when you are feeling overwhelmed or even just a little bit stressed. And don't worry, next week I'll be picking back up new episodes again, but I thought that this was perfect for this time. So I hope you enjoy today's Encore episode. As you saw by the title, we are going to be discussing how to decrease the overwhelm. That big word, overwhelm, which I know too much about, to be perfectly honest. But there are ways that we can decrease the overwhelm in our lives and can move towards feeling more peaceful. And so I want to share with you today the ways that I help to decrease the overwhelm in my life. And I think that they can be really helpful for you as well because overwhelm is real like it's something that we go through and I remember a time in my life where overwhelm was to the max degree like you're talking about overwhelm like overwhelmed (laughs) and I think at that time I didn't really register it as overwhelm because I'm really good at pushing through I'm really good at just kind of keep moving in order to get through things. And sometimes that's prevented me from actually feeling what I needed to feel and being in tune with how I felt. So I've worked hard to try to be more aware of how I feel just in terms of my body and my mind in order to decrease overwhelm in my life. I think the time in my life where I felt the most overwhelmed that I can think back to, because there's been multiple um, situations and times that I felt very, very overwhelmed. The situation that I can recall where I felt the most overwhelmed was, I remember like transitioning from being a working mom to a primarily stay-at-home mom. And I was running a business and I was taking care of my oldest daughter now. I didn't have my youngest at the time, taking care of my oldest daughter. And I just felt like I could not keep things together. I felt as if 
I was not meeting my home goals. I felt as if I was honestly neglecting my home. I felt like I was doing everything, like doing all the things. And I didn't really have a rhyme or reason for why I was doing certain things. It was just, I was just moving just to move and just kind of going with the, going with the motions, I guess. And that didn't feel good. I got extremely overwhelmed at a certain point. And at that time, I didn't really know I was overwhelmed until I look back now and I'm like, mm, girl, <laughs> you were extremely overwhelmed. And it was just not a happy point in my life. Like just trying to do everything, not really any order, rhyme or reason to anything I was doing, not really accomplishing the things in my home that I wanted to accomplish because at that time I was like extremely focused in my business. And yeah, just overwhelmed setting. And I didn't have really strong or effective routines at the time. I wasn't even thinking about that to a certain extent, routines, as far as certain things. Like, yes, I had my daughter on somewhat of a routine, but I didn't feel like it was as effective. And I didn't feel like it was really a great routine for her. So routines were not present. Um, Strong routines were not there. And yeah, that overwhelm was real for me. And there's still times where I'll get overwhelmed, but I've definitely come far from where I've come from (laughs) as far as overwhelm. And so I have to just make sure that I stay in tune with myself and the same for you. Stay in tune with how you feel. Know that you're not alone and there's ways to actually decrease overwhelm in your life. So let's jump into that. And so overwhelm can come from so many different places it can come in so many different forms and fashions like what brings about overwhelm so it's no wonder that we at times may feel overwhelmed so some things that could be causing overwhelm I know for me personally this has caused overwhelm for me and it could be causing overwhelm for you as well is things like a messy home like having a messy home just doesn't feel good (laughs) It does not feel good. I know that you know what I mean by that. Like, it just doesn't feel good. Like, if you look around your home and you're, like, seeing things everywhere and floors are not cleaned, beds are not made, toys are all over the place, like, yeah, it gets real. So, so definitely that could be one thing that's producing overwhelm for you. Also, lack of order and just the unknown. Like, we as humans, we do not like the unknown. Um, and I have to say, I've gotten more comfortable with the unknown because at one point, I'm like, I need to know, I need to know, I need to know. But, like, lack of order and just the unknown can really spark overwhelm for you um, and spark that anxiety. And so, that could definitely be something that you're dealing with if you don't have much order in your home or in your life or if. A lot of things in your life are in the dark and you don't really know where you're going. That could be sparking a little bit of overwhelm for you as well. And not getting things done can definitely be a part of producing overwhelm. Like not not getting things done, not accomplishing the goals that you want to accomplish when it comes to home and life. Because all these things can apply. Like decreasing overwhelm is not just decreasing overwhelm in your home. It's like decreasing overwhelm in your life in general. But your home is a huge part of your life. And so if you are overwhelmed by your home, you're probably going to be overwhelmed in life more than likely. And so that could be definitely what is occurring. And so 
not getting things done in your home, not getting things done in your life could definitely be producing that overwhelm for you. And also just a lack of a positive perspective. Perspective is huge. You're going to hear me talk about that all the time. It's, it's about the perspective. Like the way you think about the world, the way you think about life, the way you think about situations that happen, relationships, all of it, your home perspective is so huge because you have the power to look at things with the glass half full or the glass half empty. Like it's your choice. You have the power to look at things from a negative perspective or a positive perspective from a place of lack or or a space of abundance. Like it is your choice how you view life. So definitely a lack of a positive perspective could be really throwing you and causing you to get into that space of overwhelm. So I just want to throw out some things to you because sometimes we don't know where the overwhelm is coming from. So like I said before, it took me a while to really understand and recognize that I was getting overwhelmed. I don't know why. Like I said, I think it's because I'm so good. Like, okay, just keep moving. And that wasn't really healthy for me to just keep moving because I wasn't processing my emotions of how I was feeling. And I've come to recognize when I'm starting to get overwhelmed so that I can just nip it in the bud and like, like, "Mm -mm, we're not going there today, Ashley. So what comes up for me, and this is from my experience of how overwhelmed feels, It's like I get a true like gut response, like my stomach will start to like be like in knots. I start to just feel like not well, like it's very like I start to feel like I'm sick. It's very interesting. And so maybe if you have felt this way and you're contributing to something else, it could be that you're feeling overwhelmed. And like I said, overwhelmed feels different from person to person. I know some people sweat when they feel overwhelmed. I know some people, like I said, we keep moving when we feel overwhelmed, that we start like lashing out on others when we feel overwhelmed. And so that was definitely my case as well. Like I would just be lashing out like they didn't do nothing (laughs) or they didn't do much to deserve that response. And so those are ways that you can act when you're feeling overwhelmed or you can ways that you can feel when you're overwhelmed. And so I just wanted to throw that out there to you. Check in with yourself to see, like, do you even know when you're getting overwhelmed? Because if you don't even recognize when you're getting overwhelmed, it's going to just continue to be this cycle of just chaos within yourself that doesn't feel good. So Get in tune with how you feel when you feel overwhelmed and try to recognize that pattern. And it took me a while to really recognize that, dang, like you're just overwhelmed. That's why you're feeling sick to the stomach because you just worked yourself up. It's like basically you're working yourself up. And, um, yeah, I think it's important that we know how we specifically feel when we are getting overwhelmed so that we can nix it and be like, not today. So what can we do differently? And so I want to move into that. What can we do differently? What can you start today in order to decrease the overwhelm in your home and in your life? Like, what can you do? Because we do have the power. I want you to know that, like, you have the power to change how you feel in every situation. You have the power to change how you feel. So when it comes to being overwhelmed, you have the power to not be overwhelmed. And so I want to give you some things that can help with this, things that can help decrease the overwhelm in your life. So first, cleaning and decluttering is huge. That is just a very tangible 
thing that you can do in order to decrease overwhelm. Because an unkept home sparks anxiety. It causes you to start to feel overwhelmed because especially when things start to build up and compile. And now you have to clean a house that hasn't been touched in like a week or two. Right. That can really cause overwhelm because you look at it and you feel defeated before you even begin. And so definitely cleaning on a consistent basis, decluttering on a consistent basis can definitely help you in decreasing overwhelm. And so as you know, cleaning routine is huge. That's why I say it's one routine that you should have in your home is because it's going to help you be consistent with cleaning and also decluttering. And so I do have a tip for you when it comes to decluttering. I want to share this tip with you. So I like to declutter an area in my home like every other month because I've gotten to that place. I remember at a certain point I was trying to declutter things like every month. But every other month, I like to try to declutter an area of my house. And that just helps me to keep it up. So that's like a tip for you. If you're feeling like you're getting behind on decluttering, try to schedule out times that you are going to declutter and actually think about ahead of time. What am I going to declutter next month? What am I going to declutter two months down the road? If you have to do every month, do every month, right? Another tip for you when it comes to decluttering is to pair it with a task that you do already. So for example, when I go through our, um, so right now it's winter and then we're going to go into spring. So when I'm doing like switching out our winter clothes for our spring clothes, what I like to do is declutter my closet at the same time. So I like to pair decluttering with a task that I already do that I know I will do without even thinking about it so that it's not as much mental weight, if that makes any sense. So that could definitely be helpful for you. So those are just some tips for keeping a cleaning routine and decluttering routine as well. So cleaning and decreasing clutter can definitely help with overwhelm. Creating effective routines. And of course, I'm the founder of Routine and Things for a reason because routines are amazing. Routines can really be super beneficial for your life. And having effective routines is the most important, not just having routine. You don't just want any old routine or just any routine. You want to have an effective routine because routines can help with overwhelm. I think of routines as a tool, just like you have a tool to fix things around your house. Routines are a tool to fix the overwhelm, to decrease the overwhelm. Routines is a tool that you can use in order to have more peace in your home. So whenever you need to pull out this tool, pull it out. Whenever you feel like your home is not where you want it to be, that you're not feeling great within your space where you should be feeling great, routines can help fix that. So pull that tool out and start saying, you know what? I need to actually use this tool that I have in my back pocket. And when you think about routines, make sure that you are making sure that your routine is these four things. Your routine. In order for it to be effective, it should be realistic, manageable, fun, and flexible. Those are the four components of an effective routine. And if you want more on that, I speak about routines in another previous episode. It's episode 003. So if you want to go back to listen to how to make your routines work and feel good, 
that you have effective routines that you can use in order to decrease overwhelm, go back and listen to the episode. It's episode 003. And routines can help you get out of the unknown and really get you out of that space where you feel as if you don't have order because routines provide stability, predictability, and structure. And so that's a really, really great way for you to kind of know what's going to be coming ahead of time and have some predictability within your days and within your weeks. So routines are super duper helpful when it comes to decreasing overwhelm because it decreases like the mental load that you might be carrying. This is a tool that you have. If you're not using the tool, you can't blame anybody but yourself. Like, The heart behind the I'm Mom podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Use the things that you have in order to get what you want, period. And the next thing you can do as well to decrease overwhelm is plan. You know, I am all about the planning. Planning is my jam. So you know I had to throw this out there that planning can be really beneficial because if you are feeling like you're not getting things done, that could be causing you overwhelm. If you feel like your home just continues to get messy and messy and messy and you can't keep up, you are always playing catch up, you feel like your home is in shambles, like... You feel like a hot mess mama, which I don't want you to feel like you shouldn't feel like, then planning can really help you get stuff done. Planning decreases the overwhelm by first getting what you want to do from your head to paper or from your head to like an electronic way or calendar. Like it gives you headspace. Like planning legitly gives you headspace because trying to keep everything in your head to do. Today, next day, the next week, like that's not effective for you. And it's like really weighing on you mentally. And when things weigh on you mentally, they weigh on you emotionally, spiritually, physically, all of that. So definitely planning can help you in clearing your head and getting headspace. It also helps to decrease overwhelm by reminding you to do the things that ultimately lead to you getting things done. Planning also ensures that like tasks or things you want or need to get done don't build up. So like I said, if you're playing catch up, planning can really help you to stay on track with actually getting your things done and doing the things around your home and in your life that you actually want to do or need to do. And planning also helps to get rid of that. Like I let you down, like I let my family down, I let myself down type of mentality. It can help with that because when you plan, you are more likely to actually accomplish your goals. You're twice as likely to accomplish your goals that you set out to do. So, yeah, planning is really, really beneficial. And also having a positive perspective. Like I said before, having a positive perspective or just having a perspective that is not 
negative or of lack can be really, really beneficial. And so you might be asking, like, what does having a positive perspective have to do with decreasing overwhelm? It has to do a lot with decreasing overwhelm because when we think about things in a really negative or just poor light, that is registering in our brain as something that's not good. And when something registers in your brain as something that's not good, instinctually, you feel not good about it. (laughs) Does that make sense? So like you don't feel good about it. But when we register in our brain things that are positive and of love and joy and happiness and peace and just all positive vibes, like we feel better internally. If you are looking at things from this lens of like this like foggy lens that can only see, but so far can only see what's wrong with the situation, that can only see the negative in a situation, that can spark so much internal overwhelm. It's ridiculous. Like it really can because I've been there. Trust me. So having a different perspective that is more clear and positive is important. Like when you're looking through a clear lens, like when you're looking from a positive perspective, you are able to see the good in the situation, no matter what the situation is. And this takes practice having a positive perspective. Like I'm not going to say this happens overnight, but it can take place. Like you can have a better perspective in life because your better perspective is going to lead you feeling better internally. It's going to decrease that overwhelm. Like right now, okay, I want to I want to do something with you like a little exercise. So, when I see toys on the floor, like my like when I used to see toys on the floor, when my perspective was all off, I would just be like these freaking messy toys getting on my nerves, like for real. That's how I would look at it. Now, when I see toys on the floor, I'm like, oh yeah, it's toys on the floor, like I can pick them up. Like that's my positive perspective, like I have the power and the ability to go over to the toys and pick them up if I want to. So why am I, like, why would I continue to get aggravated by toys being on the floor if I can go pick them up, right? So, like, that is how small of, like, seeing the good in a situation can be so impactful for your mentality and in decreasing the overwhelm for you. So perspective is so, so vital. So in any situation at home, let's say right now you're thinking about your home and you're like, girl, but my home looks crazy. I wouldn't even be in my home if it wasn't my home. (laughs) If you're thinking like that, mm -mm, mama, you got to change that girl. You got to start thinking, yes, my home is messy right now, but I have the power to clean it up, especially if you have the power and ability to do it or the power and ability to pay somebody else to do it. Or have someone else do it. Like, that's a positive thing. That's the positive in the situation that you have the ability to do it yourself. Or you have the ability to have someone else do it or pay someone else to do it. Like, that's the positive. Like, it's not outside of your reach is basically what I'm saying. So, put that positive perspective hat on when you're thinking about your home. And that can really help to decrease overwhelm. And even in your life, if you just put on that positive perspective hat. Like, I'm telling you, find the good in situations that you feel like are not so good. And that can just change your whole perspective. Another quick exercise I always do when things are starting to, like, when I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed or getting to that point, I will just stop and be like, what are three things you're grateful for? 
Ashley. Like, I will ask myself that. Like, what are three things you're grateful for right now? Go. And that just pulls my attention from being overwhelmed to a space of positivity and love, right, and gratefulness. And that changes my perspective. So that's just a quick thing that you can do if you feel like you're getting to that point. Three things you're grateful for. One, two, three. (laughs) So, yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there to you and share that with you because that can be really beneficial in helping to change your perspective. Because like I said, it takes practice, but you can do it. And I want to say this one last time before we wrap things up. We have the power. You right now listening to me have the power to change your life, change your home, decrease the overwhelm. You have that power. So I want you to know that and to understand that and to believe that and to actually start acting on that by the things that I gave you today and the ways I say that you can actually help decrease the overwhelm in your life and your home. So I hope that this was really beneficial for you. You can also grab the Revamp Your Routine workbook if you feel like your routines are off. You need to have better routines in order to have more predictability and not be in the dark and to have some structure to your days and weeks. You can go grab the Revamp Your Routine workbook. It's going to be linked in the show notes as well. So in next week's episode, we're going to be going into or talking about how to go from doing all the things to actually minimizing your to-do list and doing what actually matters most to you. So that's going to be a really, really good episode. I'm going to be diving into some good things and give you some good tips. So join me next week for that. And thank you so much again for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Also rate and review and share this podcast too with a friend, with a family member, with a mom that you run across And get this out to those who you love and that you know need what this podcast offers. But I hope that you enjoyed this episode today. I hope that you have a great week. So yeah, so until next time, I hope that you're enjoying wherever you are and whatever you're doing. I'll talk to you later, girl. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, could you do me a huge favor and take a screenshot and share it on social? And for more routine goodness, be sure to visit routineandthings.com. Here's to staying happy.